Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to tell you all about WWE's plans for Brock Lesnar's comeback. Leo Rush has announced his retirement from professional wrestling. Mickey James is back in pro wrestling and doing something very cool indeed. And Ted DiBiase brings back the Million Dollar Championship on last night's episode of NXT. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, let's kick things off by talking about Brock Lesnar. He's not coming back at SummerSlam, guys. Uh, at least that wasn't the plan as of last week. So Dave Meltzer spoke about this on the Sunday night's main event podcast. Uh, currently, WWE does not plan on having Brock involved at SummerSlam. Now, obviously, WWE card is subject to change. Plans change. Vince is very erratic. And this situation ultimately comes down to Vince. It's his decision. Uh, and when you have a mind like his that is prone to changing at the very last second, maybe this will change between now and then. But um, you can probably hear, hear the drill going off in the background right now. I'm going to report for it regardless. Drilling for the That's what we do here at What Culture. This is it. This is it. We've been mining all morning and we're so dedicated to the content that it continues during the video. Um. What the hell? Um, anyway, on top of this, that means, obviously, that the Bobby Lashley match, um, which had been rumoured rather than confirmed or really reported anywhere, would be off the table. Bobby Lashley has spoken countless times about his desire to face Brock Lesnar, and I think that would fit the billing as a big-time SummerSlam match. Remember, they're holding SummerSlam in an NFL stadium this year. It's like 70,000 people or something crazy uh, that that building, the Allegiant Stadium, can, can fit. So they need big-time matches. They probably need names like Brock Lesnar. But as things stand, not necessarily on the cards. That may change. We'll cover it if it does now. Uh, the interesting thing about Brock, of course, is that he's technically a free agent. His WWE contract was reported to have expired last August. Be a big surprise if he showed up in anywhere that wasn't WWE. I would expect him back in the promotion at some point. But an interesting facet of all of this is that Meltzer also noted that there are forces within WWE who don't want to bring Brock, bring Brock back until Roman Reigns is ready to face him, which is cool because the last Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar feud wasn't the most critically acclaimed thing of all time. Uh, a lot of us didn't enjoy it all that much. But you think of how far Roman Reigns has come since then, this is a more exciting prospect. I love the idea of Roman Reigns kind of stacking up these big names and knocking them down as Universal Champion. Uh, John Cena has been rumoured for him at, uh, at SummerSlam. That would be cool. 
What if the pecking order was John Cena, Brock Lesnar, The Rock? How good would he look? Uh, but yeah, we've rambled a lot. There's been some drilling. There's been some thrilling. And uh, Wilborn, do some windmilling, please. Why? Why can't we have both? Why can't you have Brock on Raw and Roman on SmackDown? And I don't know, two good weekly shows from WWE not named NXT. Uh, I believe this is a work, Andy. And I'm never wrong with these sorts of things. Because you said there, it's down to Vince, he hasn't made the call yet, blah, 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 blah. Andy, mate, what month are we in right now? We're only in June. Do you not remember how WWE works? They don't even think about SummerSlam until that signature comes up at the end of Money in the Bank and they suddenly suddenly go, oh, bloody hell, what's the next pay-per-view? So he's going to be making that call on like July 16th or whatever it is, the day after Money in the Bank. It's going to happen. I genuinely think we could have one of the best SummerSlam cards ever on our hands if we could get John Cena versus Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Whether or not that's for the WWE Championship, it would be nice if it was, but even so, just two big men slapping meat. I dare think it'd be wonderful. Uh, and yeah, I think, like you say, if you're going to do it from the Allegiant Stadium, which they are, you need some big names. Cena is one, Lesnar is another, Roman Reigns is a third name. And uh, yeah, Bobby Lashley, I think, is one of the most exciting prospects for, for uh, Brock Lesnar on the current roster. Maybe it'll be all right on Monday Night Raw, but I wouldn't hold your breath just yet. Uh, let's move on to some sad news that uh, broke overnight. Leo Rush, Leo Rush, apologies, has announced his retirement from professional wrestling. He did so in this uh, lengthy post on Instagram, basically explaining that a recent injury, one he suffered at Double or Nothing, has kind of put everything into perspective for him, particularly when it comes to impacting his everyday life, just going about his day and, more importantly, holding his child. Um, He continued, you can go and read the whole thing, as I said, on Instagram, but he concluded by saying, now here comes the part that's kept me up every night since Double or Nothing, knowing that I just made my surprise debut one of the most exciting times in my career. That part sucked, but I'm grateful. Grateful for the opportunities that I've had this past year since my WWE release. So cool of AEW still wanting me to sign me despite separating separating my AC in that Casino Battle Royal, uh, which would have led to me being the first person in history to be signed to two major wrestling organizations simultaneously. This is an unexpected turn down a road I would have I would have, and could have never seen coming. Uh, he concluded by saying it's been a great ride. He is going to see out his contractual obligations uh, in New Japan uh, as a sort of farewell tour, effectively, once he has healed back up. Uh, as well as being signed to New Japan, of course, he was uh, the MLW middleweight champion for over 100 days. A Real shame this for the 26-year-old piece of gold. I want to be a cowboy, baby. But you know what? I've got a lot of respect for, for him wanting to, to go about his life and, you know, recognising what the most important things to him are. Fair play, Andy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All the respect in the world for people making the right decisions for themselves and their family and everyone around them. Um, you know, as as a fan and the viewer of Leo Rush over the years, it does. It, it, it's a shame because he's only 26 years old. Uh, piece of gold. There we go. Uh, and, you know, he had like, he had a rough time uh, in WWE kind of just before he came back. And then he came back to NXT and he was like having some of the best matches in American wrestling every single week during his forays in the Cruiserweight division. Then he gets released. He considers retirement after his release uh, last year. 
comes back uh, via Game Changer Wrestling. I think it was a surprise appearance on one yeah. of the boardwalk shows they had. Uh, and he's been active on New Japan Strong, MLW, like you said, and debuts in the Casino Battle Royale. Yeah, it, it's a shame, but all the best to Leo. Uh, he's making a decision for himself, and that's what you want, isn't it? That's a really terrible yeah. analysis, no, but, uh, but, he, but you know what I mean. It's good. He genuinely could have been, you know, one of the best wrestlers on on almost any wrestling show, or one of the best managers. I loved his run uh, as the mouthpiece for Bobby Lashley. Uh, but like you say, Andy, all we can do here at What Culture is wish him the best of luck in whatever he does next. Maybe even being a cowboy. Just a suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if he gives that one a go. Uh, Mickey James, she's back in pro wrestling. So uh, she was obviously released from WWE in April. We had the whole trash bag scandal, all that stuff. It's blown over now. Mickey is back. She's in the NWA, it seems. Now, uh, she appeared on last night's episode of Power alongside owner of the NWA, Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkin's own. Uh, and it was announced that in August, the dates are August 28th and August 29th, the company will be holding two pay-per-views over the weekend in St. Louis, Missouri. One of these pay-per-views on the Saturday night will be an all-women's pay-per-view produced by Mickey, which is pretty damn cool. Um, she spoke briefly about the situation, stating that she now had the opportunity to wrestle anybody she wants, uh, but she's always wanted to kind of produce an all-women's show. That's kind of in line with some of her comments after leaving WWE, where she said she pushed hard for something like Evolution 2, only to be told, nah, I didn't draw it, was the lowest money-making pay-per-view ever, or something. You're basically dismissed outright. This is clearly something, therefore, that's been on her mind. So to clarify that, all-women's pay-per-view goes down on Saturday, the 28th of August. The next pay-per-view, the night after that, it's called NWA 73, and it goes down from the historic Chase Ballroom. Uh, Shout-outs to St. Louis Wrestling. St. Louis, St. Louis, I always get that wrong. St. Saint, Saint Andrew. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, this sounds like fun, doesn't it? I mean, the NWA Women's Division is growing now. Serena Deeb just lost the title, but you've got Camille over there. Uh, they've just signed Kylie Ray. You've got up-and-comers like Genocide and others. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what comes of this. And I will say that it's a shame we haven't seen Evolution 2 yet. But if this kind of acts as like a smaller scale, pulling in people from other promotions, maybe we can see some talent crossing over from Impact and AEW and Ring of Honor. I think that'll be very cool indeed. Yeah, I think this is fantastic news. Um, you know, Mick Foley alluded to it a while back about setting up an all-female promotion, pay-per-views and what have you. Uh, and I, I think, I just can't get over the fact they haven't done an Evolution 2, Andy. What was it, 2018, I want to say? Um, right. And regardless of, of whether or not it made money or whatever, like, you ain't, you ain't struggling. You can just do it for a laugh. You put on Starcade yeah. as a house show just to flex on that sort of thing. Um I, I'm, I'm disappointed that WWE aren't doing it, but fantastic news that the NWA are. And Mickey James front is such a genius idea because I think, like you say, there's so much talent there and she's such a brilliant uh, figurehead of it all. Uh, my new best friend, Nick Aldis, talked about um, her getting the call from WWE when I interviewed him last week. Um, talked about her getting the call and seeing it not as like a sad moment in her career, but you know, another door opening of her being able to do all, do all the stuff she's wanted to do. And this was clearly part of it. I'm really excited about it i hope we see more of these sorts of things because like you say uh, wwe obviously has a sensational women's division nwa's is growing and aws has vastly improved over the last few years as well uh, real real potential in this and i hope it does really well because this is something we need more of and if you're against this give your head a wobble i think is the best way of putting it <laughs> uh, right let's conclude by talking about one ted dibiase 
one LA night and one Cameron baby to the moon ouch see what you've done yeah, really, here don't you yeah I really messed myself up here didn't I giving you the giving you the Leo Rush catchphrase and the Cameron Grimes catchphrase when I was organising the video this morning Take yourself there, mate. Anyway, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. The Million Dollar Championship is back. It was unveiled last night uh, by Ted DiBiase ahead of that match between LA Knight and Cameron Grimes at TakeOver in your house this weekend. Not only that, it is going to be a ladder match. DiBiase unveiling a golden ladder uh, that they're going to have to climb to, to grab that Million Dollar Championship. Uh, as well as that, on last night's NXT, we found out there's also going to be a winner-take-all match. It's going to be MSK and Bronson Reed versus Santos Escobar and Legado del Fantasma for both the North American Championship and the NXT Tag Team titles. That is going to be a show-stealer of a match, Andy. But I cannot wait to see Cameron Grimes wearing that million-dollar championship. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? Teddy Bias is one of my favorites going back years and years and years and years. On nostalgia, who could hate on that? Yeah, just please don't give it to LA Knight. Um, he's lovely, he's got cuts a good promo, but just imagine the banner with Cameron Grimes with that million dollar championship. <laughs> it's going to be excellent. I can't wait to take over this weekend. I reckon it's a sleeper hit, you know, we've got on our hands this show. Anyway, let's move on and talk about your Twitter questions at What Culture WWE. Of course, you're going to get in touch with us. Uh, first question today comes from Ashley, uh, who says, Will Nick Khan's comments about WWE not being a wrestling company dissuade New Japan from teaming up with WWE? I don't necessarily think so. I think other things will dissuade New Japan from teaming up with WWE. There are loads of factors to consider there. And like I said the other day, I think hell will freeze over before this deal actually happens. <laughs> um, but the reason I don't think that this will factor into it is because it's what Vince has been saying for, I don't know, like 40 years. Uh, going back to the 80s, you can trace comments on being entertainment. We're not wrestling. We're not this. We're not whatever else. Um, it's an extension of that, but uh, in light of, light of recent raw quality levels, it's kind of come back to the forefront a little bit. And uh, hey, maybe we should all start listening to the executives uh, when they say these things, because a lot of stuff that happens on that show is not pro wrestling. So yes. there we go. Yeah, that main event on Monday night definitely wasn't pro wrestling. Um, <laughs> and I think, yeah, it's not going to be the comments that dissuade New Japan from teaming up with WWE. It's just WWE, if I'm perfectly honest. Uh, second question today comes from Hamid. Uh, Andy, you mentioned Serena Deeb dropping that NWA Women's World Championship after about, I think, 222 days. That's stuck in my head. Uh, he says, good morning, lads. With Serena dropping the NWA World uh, Championship, do you see it still being defended on Dynamite? Tough to tell, isn't it? Because uh, obviously Serena was is signed to AEW, so when she won the belt and they have this working agreement, it's kind of a no-brainer. Camille is not signed to AEW. She's signed to the NWA, presumably. So it's a bit of a cloudier situation. However, Thunder Rosa, who is under NWA contract, is a prominent figure in, in uh, AEW still. So there's definitely a chance for more crossover, uh, but I wouldn't feel confident of saying definitely yes or definitely no. I would say it's a hard maybe, um, but we can't rule it out entirely at all. No, and uh, more of Serena Deeb just everywhere. Generally, she is one of the real, I was gonna say one of the real finds of the last few years. She's been there the whole time. WWE just went, mm, yeah. don't be a trainer. What were they thinking? What a talent she is. Uh, final question today comes from Jonathan Johnson. Great, great name that Jonathan. Uh, he says, good evening. 
time difference and uh, when they suit the men. Uh, do you think when the fiend returns, he will come after Alexa Bliss for betraying him at WrestleMania? Maybe then she will return to her goddess gimmick. What do you think, Andy? Your favorite topic? This? Yeah, my favorite subject in the whole wide world. Uh, look, the stuff isn't for me, obviously. However, if you gave me, I don't know, ten beers. Uh, and the promise of a 15-minute cinematic match between The Fiend and Alexa Bliss in a haunted house of fun playground lily on a swamp match. Yes. I would have a great time. I'll just say that. That's that's. Those are my thoughts on the situation. Yeah, I think a lot of people in the fallout from, from Monday Night Raw are sort of saying, so they've just kept all the Bray Wyatt stuff, put, put Alexa Bliss's name on it. And, you know, this is no shooting on Alexa Bliss. She's doing, doing her best with whatever they're giving her but you know this is Bray Wyatt's baby and it, I think it just works better with him I just want to see Alexa Bliss wrestle because she's a yeah. really good wrestler rather than chatting to a spooky doll just yeah um, stick it in the bin mate just it's going to be very in interesting to see how fans react live to this sort of thing when they come back that's all I'll say because TikTok, in the words of Karrion Cross. Uh, let's move on to today's and finally, uh, and shout out to Ronin Zero. Uh, remember yesterday, Andy, we were talking about Braun Strowman's potential new name if he went to TNA in 2010. Well, Ronin Zero has sent us this image with all the suggested <laughs> suggested names that he could be called in there. I'm really not sure about Beat Punch Meat, uh, but yeah, what do you reckon <laughs> to these alternatives as, uh, as Braun Strowman's new name? I'm here for them, especially Roll Fizzle Beef um, <laughs> or Thick McRunfast. There's some yeah. some bangers in there for sure. Um, you might want to trademark these before before all the Impact Wrestling get any ideas. Yeah, especially, especially Big McLarge Huge. <laughs> and my personal favourite, Stump Beef Knob. Very good. <laughs> Zero. Well, <laughs> let us know in the comment section uh, and everything we've discussed as well. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe and subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. My dad, myself and the Dadly Boys sitting down to review NXT later on today, of course. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and more Twitter questions at What Culture WWE on Twitter. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray, the H today stands for Happy Birthday Ty Conti, who I think might be one of the most improved wrestlers in the world over the past year. Happy Birthday Ty, fantastically um, uh, to see what she's done uh, since moving to AW. And yet again, WWE just going, oh, I guess we could probably do more with that. Brilliant. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.